here's the question. You want to start a business, um, you think you've thought about it for a while, you are ready to go, but you are worried about the frustration, you're tired of seeing just the positive side of things from entrepreneurship uh, gurus and business owners, and you want to see the kind of the behind the scenes look. In this, in this series of videos, this is what we'll be showing you. We'll be showing you the behind the scenes frustrations, successes, what we're getting stuck on, what we're working on, all those kind of things. My name is Jason Rivera, and this is Behind the Scenes of Value Investing Journey and Rivera Holdings. Hey, Jason here. In this uh, free training, or behind the uh, scenes series episode, I want to talk about how to always have the upper hand when you're negotiating something. So, that seems like a pretty bold statement. And... It is, but it's also something I've found to be true the more I've kind of gotten into my uh, career as a real estate agent and digging into deals that are worth millions of dollars and evaluating companies and just doing kind of more real world business. Um, how to always have the upper hand in negotiations. <clears throat> so, if you watch this behind the scenes series, you know or if you watched the previous episode, you know it's mainly about kind of behind the scenes dealings with uh, deals I'm either looking at right now or deals I have looked at or deals I'm going through right now or something along those lines. This is actually a real, real world one that we're going through right now. Uh, me and my wife and my parents are looking to buy a house to live in right now and it's massively underpriced compared to what it should be worth. We're not buying it for investment purposes, we're just buying it to live in. Um, but, the and it's been on the market for, as of this recording, about 14 days now, I think, if memory serves me right. We first looked at it on, I think, four or five days after it had been on the market and loved it we all loved it and we put an offer in immediately full price offer um the only contingency really was that that we have to sell our house first um we i mean we, me and my wife we have kids and we can't go we can't sell our house and then something fall through on another house deal and then we have nowhere to live that's just not it's not possible so we haven't put our house on the market yet this we can at any point um this other agent even though we put it in, in a full price offer declined our offer uh or the sellers she recommended that her sellers decline the offer and then her sellers decline the offer is most likely what happened because we have to sell our house the housing market where we live in tampa in the tampa area right now is so hot that a lot of brokers and real estate agents are doing this um thing which it's fair it's there's no problem with it uh, in my opinion, it's a little bit unrealistic in many cases because if most people don't have kind of two houses that they can afford to pay mortgages on unless they're investing. Um, so if it's just for a family home and you're not investing in it, expecting us to buy another house before we sell our current house and then kind of run the risk of not having where to live is kind of crazy. But again, that's how hot the housing market in here here is right now. So what does this have to do with negotiations? 
how, and how do I still believe that I kind of have the upper hand or how can you always get the upper hand in negotiations? Don't be emotionally involved in the decision-making process at all. Um, don't let emotions rule your negotiation. Um, if you do, you're going to fail. Um, and you're going to lose and probably lose money and or pay, overpay or underpay or whatever the situation may be. Um, so my tip to always having the upper hand in negotiation is to not be emotionally involved. What does that mean in this situation? To me, I don't, well, we like the house, we all love the house, I would love it, it has a fantastic view, it has everything we don't want and everything we need and more. Underpriced, um, which as a value investor you know is fantastic. Um, up and coming neighborhood that that will likely appreciate in price unless the stock market or not stock market real estate market just completely crashes it will likely appreciate in price pretty significantly over the next five to ten years so but i still base all my decisions off of data we put in a full price offer that we were all completely happy with um she declined our offer she, in my opinion, being a real estate agent myself, um, she is expecting, she was expecting a bidding war, most likely, because of the hot real estate market here. She hasn't got it. And she's trying to, hoping to find a better deal than ours. Um, what I believe in, in deal making, is you take the for sure thing. Yes, there's a contingency that we're gonna have to sell a house, but there's no problem selling my house. Um, it's on conservation land. Um, <laughs> I sold a house that was on conservation land for in one day, in 12 hours. That's um, literally three houses down from mine. So I, there's no problem selling my house. Uh, so what I think she was is still trying to do is she's trying to get a bidding war. She's already done three or four open houses. Um, three or four open houses in under two weeks uh, and to my knowledge at least what she's what I've heard is we're still the only offer the people the only people that have offered on this property so what I'm expecting to happen is because the last open houses were Saturday and Sunday this past week it's now Tuesday and it's still active on the market which means it hasn't uh, they may have gotten another offer but that wasn't acceptable but it's still on the market, it's still active, it still can be bought. So what I'm expecting to happen at some point, and again, this goes back to being not emotionally involved, is um, I'm expecting her to frankly call me back at some point because we already put an offer, she knows we're serious, she knows that we loved it, and because I told her all this, and that we really wanted it, and we'll put our house on the market and it'll sell most likely like that. Um, I'm expecting a call back from this other agent if she doesn't get an offer literally any day because she knows we are interested in the property. Uh, when, If and when that happens, I'm going, instead of the only contingency being pretty much selling our house in the home inspection, um, I'm going to throw in either taking $10,000 off the purchase price or having them pay full closing costs. Uh, again, not it's mostly because at that point I know that we would have the upper hand in things and I would want to get a better deal for my fam for my family 
uh, had no malice, no emotion whatsoever. Um, it's just, I want to get the best deal for my family. I treat all my clients like that. I want to get the best deal for them as well. Um, I do the same thing for them. So, uh, but that's how you get the upper hand in any negotiation is not being emotionally involved. May we miss out on the house? Yes. But again, I, there will be other houses. There are other houses we're looking at and there are other houses that we've liked and there are other house, there are building developments and houses pretty much everywhere in this area right now. This area is booming. Um, so, and that would give us more time to fix up some minor things in the house and make a little bit more money on the house. So there's no, there's literally for us, not really any downside if at this point, all the downside is at this point is on the, and all the risk is on the sellers. They already own another home. I know this because the other agent told me they're already paying on that other home. Um, so the longer they kind of go, the more they're going to be paying double mortgages. Um, and the more they're most likely going to be willing to drop the price even further if it comes to that. And again, she knows I'm interested and I told her that. And again, that's how you, in my opinion, get the other upper hand in all negotiations is you're not emotionally involved. Um, you don't let decisions, you don't base your decisions off emotions. Um, you don't get mad. You don't get sad. You don't get angry. You just keep going and keep going and think about how you can make the best out of the situation and that kind of stuff. Um, so that's what we're doing right now. Um, and this will pretty much go for any aspect in your life. Um, my wife and I, for her birthday, went out to a movie I didn't want to watch. And I was not expecting very much, but I wanted to go out because it's her birthday and I wanted her to have a good time. So I went out and actually the movie actually turned out to be better than I thought it was. Um, if you're not emotionally involved in your decisions, and you base it kind of on logic and your thought processes or whatever it is, you're going to kind of always have the upper hand or at least have your expectations exceeded. Um, uh, and that, again, will lead to less anger, less frustration, less sadness, whatever the emotion might be. Um, but that's how I deal with, dealt with the uh, marina that I was going after uh, a couple of years ago at this point. Um, that I have had a signed offer on I just the financing fell through and the, I couldn't raise enough money to do the deal So the deal still fell through And I still wish I would have been able to buy it But I've been doing other things to build that cash flow instead I wasn't emotionally involved in that decision going after ten million dollars worth of apartment buildings wasn't emotionally involved in that decision uh, Missing out on those um, some of the other businesses and operations I've gone off I'm not an emotional, very emotional person, so this helps. If you're an emotional person, then I, you need to get your emotions under control. Um, somehow you need to train yourself. But if you, again, kind of go on your analysis and your thought processes, and instead of basing your decisions on emotion, you will have the upper hand in negotiations most of the time. Again, or at, at the very minimum, have your expectations exceeded in most cases. Again, that doesn't mean you'll get all the deals. You won't. Um, none of these deals I've talked about I've gotten at this point at this point at all um, and I may not get this house either if I don't again I'm not emotionally involved and we'll find another house but if we do great and we'll probably get a better price on it and make a little bit more money on it um, so that's kind of my tips for that I've noticed over the years of how to get kind of gain an upper hand in negotiations another tip that I love is uh, Warren Buffett saying if you're um, 
uh, was it you're sitting at a card table and you don't know who the patsy is you're the patsy um, in this kind of analogy um, if you don't know what's at stake for everybody you're going to lose um, in this case I know that the other sellers have to sell at some point um, because they have two mortgages at this point on expensive homes or on reasonably expensive homes. I know the this one's not that expensive compared to the area, um, but the other one certainly is because I know the area where they where they live at. So um, it's on the water. It's very expensive homes. So um, those are kind of my tips. Um, I hope they help you. If they do, let me know in the comments below. If you have another tip on how to kind of uh, get the upper hand in negotiations, let me know in the comments below. This is kind. Of, I, there are others that I know at this point that I've studied. Um, but this is for me the number one not being emotionally involved in the decision making process and the kind of deal making and negotiation process um, this has helped me the most and uh, make sure to watch our other videos in this series most of the other ones were on real estate as well um, at this point that's mainly what i'm focused on in terms of deals i am looking at other stocks if you're watching our case study series you know that um, but there's nothing really kind of behind the scenes that you're seeing from that other than the actual me going through the cases i can't negotiate to buy the whole company because it's a 500 million dollar company i don't have that kind of capital yet so um at this point most of the behind the scenes series are about real estate and real estate investing uh buying real estate helping sell real estate all that kind of stuff you want to watch our other series uh case study series free training friday series um we have our value investing your car episodes uh, we have our my thought series we have all sorts of series talking about a bunch of different value investing and finance and related topics how to learn better how to think better all these kind of things um, if you enjoyed this video make sure to like love share and comment below I'm very active in the comments respond to every comment myself um, if you like the video make sure to subscribe and hit the bell so you're notified anytime releasing a video and release releasing new videos almost every day so I hope you enjoyed this um, thanks for watching and have a great day Bye.